So the countdown to Thor begins. We're going to talk about that and Miss Marvel on today's episode of the Geek Watch Podcast. This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Andy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 157 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me, as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hello, Brian. So, plenty to talk about today, but before we get started, of course, we do have to do the in memoriam today because yesterday James Kahn passed away. Yeah. And, yeah. of course, if you're a horror fan, you remember him from Misery. Mm-hmm. If you're a cinemaphile, of course, you can't forget the Godfather. Mm-hmm. And he. If you're anyone else, Elf. <laughs> Elf. <laughs> yes, he was in Elf. If you're into 70s movie, of course, he was in Rollerball. And, uh, oh, okay. And he was also in Alien Nation, the movie, where the buddy cop detective, where one of the buddy cops happens to be an alien. Yeah, with Mandy Patinkin, played the alien. That's it. Yes. Exactly, yeah. uh-huh. So they, they salt water was like acid to them. Right. Yeah. And I remember that uh, eventually it did get made into a TV show that ran a couple of seasons. I mm-hmm. remember that being on Fox Network. But yeah, it's definitely a shame. But certainly his contributions to geek culture and, and just movies in general. Of course, we will definitely remember him for that. But today we got to talk about Thor because even as we speak... There are people in theaters right now watching it. Oh, okay. Because it started out, they started showing it today, and I had considered maybe catching an earlier showing of it, but Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no need to really rush it. And also, I think the earliest was going to be like 3 o'clock, and I'm like, that's pushing it. And I Mm -hmm. didn't want to say, well, hey, rush home and tell you, hey, can you hang out for 30 minutes while I finish watching this movie? I got all week. Hey, with the way traffic's been in Charleston, I wouldn't doubt that it would have taken me 30 minutes to... It'd probably take Get you that there. long to try to yeah. circumnavigate everything. But I am definitely going to try to catch it this weekend. Now, I know you, you don't tend to really feel like you have to rush out and see no, something. On, uh, on, like the, It's going to be so crowded that first day. And so, yeah, I usually wait maybe a few days to a week before I'll see something. Oh, yeah. So you might get a chance to see it uh, before next week's show. And if you do, we'll talk about it. We might go... A little spoilery, but Mm -hmm. if you don't get a chance to catch it, we'll just talk generally about it. But I have enjoyed a Thor-adjacent story. Have you heard this about Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi. Uh I've heard a couple of things about him. Okay, uh, he's going to be directing a Star Wars film. Yes. Have you heard this story? I've heard the fact that he's run into some issues with doing the Star Wars story because he's still working on a script, but he said Uh there is so much material out on Star Wars, Mm -hmm. he feels like... It's going to be difficult to please to please mm-hmm. all the fans because he's just so much to know that it's mm-hmm. pos- I'm going to miss something. Yeah, that, I feel like I'm going to miss something. Well, he did miss a big thing, and I'm surprised you haven't heard about this yet. He said to Natalie Portman, he said, "Hey, I'm going to direct a Star Wars film. Did you ever want to be in a Star Wars film?" <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "I was in the Star Wars films. <laughs> Three of them, as a matter of fact." <laughs> yeah, that might have been something uh-huh. we should have checked so out. So that has been quite yeah. quite the hilarity about the internet today. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, have you po- yeah, it's possible I may have actually might have been Star Star Wars adjacent for just a minute. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's something maybe he should have researched a little a bit. Little. But I can understand. That was some time ago. Uh-huh. So The 90s. Yeah. It's a possibility if, if, he, if he had forgotten about that or was unaware of the two raps that she did on, on SNL that talk about. Uh-huh. Star that she Wars. Was on Star and, Wars. And Harvard. And yes. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that's hilarious. It, it was quite. It reminded me of the story of Sir Patrick Stewart asking Sting how he carried around his large upright bass violin and so I just or cello maybe he said cello I can't remember but it's so belovingly ignorant and we love him all the more for it oh yeah we know eventually he will get around to Star Wars and hopefully he'll be able to he says he's still trying to figure out a good story idea for it. and mm-hmm. Trust him. I'm here for it. He said that somebody online had suggested he should do a movie about Chewbacca's grandmother, and he was considering that. Okay. It's, it's like yeah. Chewbacca. I don't know how, obviously this is Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure how serious he's going to take that, but it's like no one's really said anything about They made two Chewbacca. movies about the Ewoks, so why not? Yeah, there you go. Why not? Why not? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Plus, I guess they didn't cover the the grandmother. I think they did the grandfather showed up in the in Christmas? the Christmas special. <laughs> so there's no telling. Whatever Taika Waititi decides to do with Star Wars, I'm definitely going to check out. Mm-hmm. But again, in the meantime, we get Thor this weekend, and I am going to try to catch it this weekend sometime, probably. And maybe sometime during the day where I can avoid some bit of crowd. Although movies have always been, seeing it at a packed theater has always been like the optimum way of watching a movie. But post-COVID. Yeah, post-pan, it's different. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I don't mind sitting in a theater by myself and watching it. Yeah. That'll be perfectly fine. But we'll definitely check that out. But in the meantime, of course, there's been some stuff on television, which You've been keeping up with uh, Stranger Things, Mm -hmm. and I keep seeing a bunch of memes, which I completely don't understand (laughs) because I haven't been watching it. Now, this is where I'm a little bit confused. Maybe you can explain this to me, Mm -hmm. but I thought that this season was going to be the last season of Stranger Things, and I keep hearing that there's going to be another season. there's one more. There is going to be another season. Yeah, the wrap-up. Yes, one more. Okay, Mm -hmm. but my understanding is the episodes are going to be shorter than the ones... That we're having this season? It could be, because for most of the season, it was regular runtime, and then for the last episode, they did an extra long episode for a season finale, and so if they do it that way, it's a bit more movie length, which is either way is fine, but I'm not sure about what model they're going to use for season five, but this is definitely going to be, the, they've led up right to this, and we got this great cliffhanger that's going to bring it all together, and it. Yeah, it's really exciting. Now, you've been caught up with the boys, too. You've mm-hmm. been watching the boys, which, again, this is, I I need to get caught up on as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, the uh, hero-gasm meme is all over the place. And although I have not seen the live-action version of this, of course, <laughs> I'm familiar with the comic book. Okay. Uh-huh. And so I have a general idea what's going on. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not familiar what it was like in the comic books. I just read about it and stuff, but it was really, it wasn't as extreme as I thought it was going to, not nearly as much nudity as I thought it was going to have. It was still pretty shocking. I don't even know if I could say shocking because the episode one of this season was just as shocking as Yeah, as shocking is a relative term. Yeah, no. it was, I feel it was on par with the rest of the boys as mm-hmm. far as herogasm goes. It was, it went right along with it. Wasn't anything unexpected. It's something that you can't expect when watching the boys as a whole. Yeah, yeah. it's it when you see it you're like this is shocking but 
It's not surprising. Right, yeah, yeah. to say that. Yeah, it's kind of like watching Game of Thrones and after you watch the Red Wedding and then you watch oh, the rest of the battles. This just goes along right with it. If we, someone we, dies yeah. here, yeah, that, yep, yep, that just goes right along with it. Completely get it. Yeah, that's what Herogasm was. We did get to see a little more, I guess, superpower based oh what is a good word for it <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of good words there's which a lot one of good words feel, uh, uh, which one that you're comfortable I saying guess, i guess it's just you have to use your imagination for that all the things that you would imagine superheroes do in those panels that you don't see uh, okay i wondered what aquaman would do in between books in between oh, and yeah. what did the wonder twins get up to uh we talked about that one when they did the comic and yeah. they talked about how their race got down yep uh-huh, and, and so, now you get to see that, and yeah. yep. So it, that's pretty much what you're seeing is all that dirty superhero fan fiction. You get to see it, so. <laughs> yeah, I did see a snippet of an interview, a video, and I forget what the actress's name is who plays Starlight, but she was on the set, and there was a bottle that she thought was hand sanitizer. <gasps> oh. Like, no, that's lube. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> Once I, I was shocked, but not surprised to hear uh-huh. that. That's great. Yes. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I got so much Aaron stu- Moriarty. Yeah, Aaron that, Moriarty. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff to catch up on, but there's just so much content that's it out is, there it's at this point. overwhelming, yeah. Speaking of content, we'll go back to Thor for just a moment. This was something else that I read, is that, did you know that there is a four-hour cut of Thor Love and Thunder? No. Is that what we're getting? Or no, Okay. Not, no. We're only getting like a, about two hours. Huh. They said they had to cut a lot of stuff down, but they said yeah. very Monty Python-esque. They said it's there's no real fat in it at the four-hour cut. They said uh-huh. uh, that it plays really well. It's just obviously you can't release a four-hour movie, mm-hmm. but... Look, if everybody was demanding the Snyder cut, can we not get the Watiki cut? That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Give us the Watiki cut. Yeah. Uh, Can Disney give us that when we get it in a few months on Disney Plus? So hopefully we get that. There's your hashtag. Give us the Watiki, the Taika Watiki cut. Release the Watiki. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's easy for you you. to say. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Taika Watiti, yeah. Release the Watiti cut. The Watiti cut. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> so hopefully... It'll hopefully be we'll... easier to type than... Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. But I did see something about Sony. And of course, we talked about Morbius. And there's all these other movies that Sony's been putting out or, or getting ready to put out. We have The Craven the Hunter. We've got Madam Web. And all, and basically a lot of what it looks like it's going to be Spider-Man's rogue gallery turned into basically the Thunderbolts. So it's going to be like they villains who are doing hero stuff not necessarily like suicide squad they're basically deciding to be heroes they're not Mm -hmm. being forced into being heroes but i had read an article where the question was asked whether kevin feige is he just basically got his hands off of this whole thing and not making any suggestions and the article suggested that he is trying to counsel sony on a lot of this obviously he doesn't get the final say on any of this stuff, but he's been telling them you need to slow down a little bit because especially with what happened with Morbius and how they got memed and it didn't work out for them. And to be honest, that's something that movie studios are going to have to figure out is this whole memeing thing because it works both ways. I don't know if you have been keeping up with the new Minions movie. Yes. But it's doing crazy amounts of money, and uh-huh. part of that's due to the TikTok meme. I don't know if you're familiar with the TikTok. The gentle Minions. Yeah, I uh-huh. mean, 
big groups of young men in mm-hmm. suits and ties showing up en masse to see this movie. Yep. So it panned out for them. It's just a weird meme that developed. Yep. And you can't really make that sort of thing happen. It has to happen organically, but mm-hmm. you have to be, you kind of have to read the tea leaves to see how that's going to work out. But but yeah, that certainly worked out for them. It used to be called guerrilla marketing, I suppose. To some degree, but me marketing is in a real sense, it, you can't even really call it marketing because the studios aren't responsible for any of it. You know, the only thing that you can really do as a studio is when it starts to develop, stay out of the way because the moment you start to nurture it, then it's not cool anymore. <laughs> and so you kill it. Now, obviously, in the case of Morbius, it might have been a good idea to try to kill the meme although it wouldn't really help too much but it's one of those things you just have to hope that it happens because you you really have no control over it Mm -hmm. you just you really don't but with the way that things are going in theaters now and meme culture being what it is it's become much harder for studios really to know what's going to catch fire and what isn't i don't know if you've been keeping up with the numbers for Lightyear, but it tanked uh, it did not do well at all. I may have seen something about that, but no. I'd... It did not do well at all. Now, there are some people who might have suggestions about why that happened. And let me go on record to say those people are wrong. <laughs> That's not what the problem was. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, they're saying this. It just did not do well over uh, July 4th weekend. They're thinking, I think I read somewhere there. there's a possibility for like a 63% a drop. Wow. This next weekend, so it's not mm-hmm. going to do well. And I, I think part of it is, in a real sense, it's a soft reboot. Audiences love Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. And this isn't Toy Story. This is something completely different. And so maybe be- just because of that, it just didn't catch fire. It didn't seem something that I would be necessarily interested in watching. I didn't go see it. And apparently, you know, a lot of other people didn't go to see it either. <laughs> but perhaps in Disney Plus, it might get a second life and who knows what will happen from there. Mm-hmm. But before we get into what definitely what we got to talk about Disney Plus is that there was some news about the Echo series. Did you see anything no, about that? No, I haven't. Not a bit. Well, it has been confirmed, of course, that Yay. Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be there. But they also announced that Charlie Cox's Daredevil is going to be a part of the show. Ooh, uh-huh. Now, we've seen a, a bit of him in Spider-Man but No Way Ooh, Home. Very hear no evil, see no evil kind of thing going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Going to have Echo and Daredevil on there. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing, too, is that, and I think we mentioned, I might have mentioned this in the podcast before, was in the comics, they had a relationship. So oh. I don't know if they're going to, if they're going to do that in the show. But uh, I guess we'll see. But it, definitely they're trying to bring some of the Netflix characters in, and that makes me excited. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Marvel Plus, let's talk about this week's episode of Miss Marvel, <sighs> the penultimate episode. So what did you think? Oh, this was, man, wasn't this the chick flick of Miss Marvel? Oh, it was. we had the romance, we had the love story, and... Oh, and the family, I teared up at parts, and when she realized that she was the stars, and like we talked about it last week, we knew she was going to be the stars to lead her grandma to her great-grandfather, and that was that was just as beautiful as I thought it was going to be, and we did. We got this great story, and then realizing the sacrifices that these women did make 
for their family. And and there at the end, when she realizes her mistake, that she left her son behind and that only she can save him by never seeing him again. And it was a, so, such good storytelling. The strength of this series has always been that family tie because when you look at it, especially a lot of superhero movies and television shows and comics – it's the loss of a family that right. in many cases motivates a lot of these heroes. Yes. And so you don't tend to see a lot of superheroes with strong family ties. And this show has always been able to show that in a really wonderful way. And as I've said before, what's great about this show is that it exposes you to a lot of stuff that even your history class might not have yeah. I've talked about. Yeah, I had no idea. You yeah, know. the whole thing with the partition, they really made that a human event and mm. literally dropped you in the middle of it and showed you just how horrible the situation was. But at the same time, while being able to experience things that are new and something you know that we're not familiar with, mm-hmm. culture and history and all of that, it's also a human story. And we see that, oh, as, as different as some things are, there's some things that are universally human and getting that opportunity to see things like that in this series has been wonderful with that said let me criticize a little bit this fifth episode Uh because this is the first time where i feel like there were some weaknesses and i don't believe that it's really acting or storytelling or or anything of that nature i think that this is a disney problem And Mm -hmm. this is a Disney problem that they've had in a while. And it's something that I've come to refer to as the tyranny of the six-episode series. And this is not just Marvel because they've been doing this to Star Wars, too, where they're having these shows with six episodes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because they've been doing that, that they've been hurting their stories. And I feel like we're really feeling the pain of it in Miss Marvel. Specifically the fact that we've only got one episode left. And how many times have we been sitting here and I've said, how in the world are they going to wrap everything up in one episode? (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, you know what? And it's not that I'm really worried about the last episode of Miss Marvel, because I know I'm going to enjoy it. There should be three episodes left. The scene, and not going into spoilers, but to be honest, the scene where Kamala comes back into the to modern times and there's that reveal when she, with her mother and her grandmother before that the big incident that happens right as she comes back that should have been the end of the episode uh, okay yeah and they should have developed all of that mm-hmm. and to be honest I can tell you right now even without seeing the episode honestly the stuff that's going to happen next week I'm I feel like it's you're going to feel the compression of it I feel like yeah. it's going to really is going to need to have been two episodes. The other part of it, too, is that really by the end of this episode, we do get a little bit of of a resolution on part of what they've been developing. And so in a real sense, it really does kill some of the uh, narrative momentum because you've had some resolution. And you have to start tying certain things up, but that really shouldn't need to happen until the last episode. That's when you should be tying all that stuff together. But... When you have one episode left and they still have some ground to cover, they might have to tie off some of this stuff early. But again, that does mess with your narrative momentum. 
because there has been something, as far as the antagonists are concerned, we've been investing a lot of emotion into this, and now that some of this has already been resolved, we're going to have to shift to a degree. And I mean, we are dealing with something that we have dealt with briefly, but this wasn't something that's been to the forefront. Right. It's kind of back burner stuff. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah. Yep. But now we've got to drag them to the front so that we have conflict for that last episode. And again, it's, I don't blame the writing and certainly I can't blame the acting because the acting has been fantastic. But this having these seasons that are just six episodes long it's it really i think it really hurts your narrative we really need three more episodes one i don't think is going to cover it and yes call me selfish but yes i want three more episodes of miss marvel i'm not ready for it to be done next week and i don't feel like it serves the story just to to cut it off at six episodes i feel like moon knight would have been better if it it had extra episodes i feel like hawkeye would have been better because you're just there's just not enough time to develop everything that you've set up. And to be honest, I feel like what they're going to do, because of course we talked about the second bangle, I don't think we're going to get any kind of resolution to that. I feel like that's going to be an after credit scene. Yeah. To hopefully we get a season two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this whole idea of just six episodes, I feel like it's, and it's not something that Kevin Feige decided to do. This is something that's been laid on to him that he's having to deal with. And I feel like it's it really does hurt the story. And from what I understand, She-Hulk isn't going to have that problem. They're going to give it extra episodes. But hmm. uh, if that's the case, again, I feel like that's not fair to say there's some episodes that we have faith in. We're going to give them extra episodes. And there's some that we're not so sure of. And we're just going to leave them at six and we'll see how they do. But at the same time, especially with Miss Marvel, I get it that people weren't necessarily sure how this was going to do. And there's still questions about how popular it is. But commit to the story and give it enough time to breathe. If you want to make it a movie, fine, make it a movie. If you want to make it a TV show and give it room to develop a story, then give it the room it needs. And also, because of the fact that you've got this six-episode template, you know what episode five is going to be. That's where we get the heartbreak. It's, oh, you're going to cry in episode five. Trust me. That's, <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that's the beat. But then, again, with that pattern, you know what's going to happen episode five. And I just feel like I would hope that they would, going forward with these TV shows, give them room. Have some faith in these shows and especially when the storytelling is so good, like in Miss Marvel, give them room because, I yes, I'd rather have three more episodes. I really would. I think there's definitely enough story there. And I feel like this last episode is going to feel rushed because they have so much to deal with. But uh, not to say I'm not going to enjoy it because I definitely am. But I just want more. And I feel like we all are entitled to it. And uh, hopefully if Miss Marvel gets a season two, It'll get a season with enough episodes to tell the story that they can tell and that we deserve to hear. And we shall see. And with that said, we come to the end of episode 157. Thank you for listening and tune in next time for the latest in geek news and views with the Geek Watch podcast. For Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher reminding all the geek watchers out there, we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the Geek Watch podcast, 
as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The Geek Watch Podcast is a Hanging J production. <laughs>